Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow, you are the first team. Hi, it's season six, episode 21 of the Tottenham family podcast a happy new year to all our listeners the first podcast of this decade um joining me this week john steckles from Manchester. good evening good afternoon good morning hello hi john right um we played borough today um third round of the F- fa cup um, magic of the fa cup and all of that um and uh we're still in the cup aren't we we're still in the cup which is still good in, I, did, I had a feeling we wouldn't lose today i thought i thought we'd get a draw um, but yeah, we're still in it. We're still in it. What? I think that was slightly better than we've been recently, um, but still some bad performances from certain players out there. Um, and defensively, again, lacking something, I think. I mean, the, the defence, it just amazes me. We've we've had now 13 games under Mourinho. And apart from we only had one one clean sheet in in that time, um, and just been shipping goals left, right, and centre. Um, now I know I'm not suggesting that the problem's his because we were we were conceding a lot prior to that under Pochettino, and and even last season our defence was 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 wasn't the the defence that it once was um, a, few, a few seasons ago. What what's what's going wrong? I mean, we'll talk about. Further forward and, and and other parts of the pitch, but def- defensively, it's just shipping goals left, right, and centre. The the stat that I've seen bandied about quite a bit recently, and well, in the last couple of days, is that we've not kept a clean sheet since we've sold Dembele away from home. I think in the league is that, is that that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah, it's away from home. Okay, yeah. right. So, but and 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 that's quite telling, really. Um, I don't know if it's a defensive midfielder or... I mean, Vertonghen looks the shadow of the player he was. Mm. He, he he really does, unfortunately. Um, Ori has put some good performances in recently, so um, I thought he played really well today. His cross for Mora's header was fantastic. Um, I, I thought he was one of our better performers today, but I think the, the defence needs um, not a radical overhaul, but it needs addressing... And uh, I think the wider issue there is, is what's going to happen within this transfer window, given that we're desperate for certain players in positions. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, on on today, um, okay, defensively, and that's another goal we, we've we've conceded. There was some discussion as to whether the goal was offside. VAR isn't, as far as I understand, being used in in every single cup game. So there's there's a game. There's oh, some... Well. It will be in the replay because it's only being used on Premiership grounds. Right, so there's some inconsistency there, which I think I think is ridiculous. If you're not going to use it, just don't, you know, shouldn't use it across across the board. But like you say it'll be used in the replay. But regardless, we, whether the goal was legit or not, um, it's we conceded it uh, and we had to sh- we had to bounce back and we we, we got an equal life. As you say, good good cross from Aria Mora. Good finish, um, but overall, still, I just still, I looked at that team and we just really lacked end products. I mean, I think I think Middlesbrough were dogged and and they worked hard and they were well organised and well drilled. But if you look at the way they set up, banks of four or five, in fact, um, and it's another one of these teams that you know. I don't I hate the phrase part of the bus, but but uh, organise, shall we say, and make it difficult. And you've got to have that little bit of whether it's a bit of guile from midfield or whether it's quick football one twos or whether it's pace um, uh, with wingers or flying fullbacks like you see with Liverpool with Robertson and Walker Peters. You've got to have that little bit of something to um, penetrate and break them down. And we just don't. It's just backwards and side to side and it's same old Spurs really 
I thought Ali was particularly wanting today. I'm not going to go as far as completely slating him, but I really did think that he he didn't have a good game at all. I thought everything that he was trying didn't come off. He he, he looked laboured. He looked, uh, and it wasn't till Lo Celso came on um, with Lamella mm. that we looked like to have some urgency and wanted to try and do something. And those two completely changed the game for me. Um, yeah, we had a lot of pretty possession, but like you say, if te- if we haven't got that speed of thought to get the ball quickly and teams can get organised and back, we we've had it. We can't break them down. You know, and no amount of little tricky runs from um, Son is going to get through that. Who I again, I don't don't think he looked on it today. But then again, he's not a number nine. Um, he's also I, not played for two weeks. True, but he should have been sharp having after having a break. Yeah. Um, I think not having a number nine in there and Harry Kane hurts and I think you know there's, there is a question on the running order about um, will we see Parrot um, while, while Kane's often injured and I hope we would I hope we would have seen him today because I don't think we'll, get, we'll see him in the league unfortunately um, you know you say you, you, you might see these uh, fringe players against some of the weaker opposition but at the mm. moment we haven't got any weaker opposition we're, we're bang fighting against it and all the weaker opposition turn up and want to fight against it. And Borough did that today. They knew what they had to do and they, they did it with a pom. On uh, With regards to Delhi, I mean, he didn't have a, he didn't have a good game. Um, that's, that's, that's fine, that happens. But one thing that st- st- struck me today and, and in some of the games in the last few days, Southampton, Norwich, etc., Delhi was... Um, <coughs> Delhi was dropping back a lot. Now, when... Mourinho took the job. A lot of people said, "Oh well, well done, well done, Jose. He's playing Delhi in the right position. He's he's not a midfield player. He's not somebody who plays deep. He's not somebody who plays on the left. You play him up top, just behind Kane. And the last few games, if you notice, he's dropping back a lot. Now I don't know if that's tactical. I don't know if that stems from the fact that we don't really have any quality in in, in midfield. Um, Don Belle's problems, fitness problems have been well documented. I don't know whether it's, you know, so I don't know if that, that, that's something that Jose's instructed him to do or whether it just stems from frustration and the players having to, to drop back. But I noticed again, a lot, a lot of it, he was dropping back to, from the left, picking up the ball in deep areas. And that's not really where he's most effective. But it might have been just where the space was and that's where he could receive mm. the ball because they you know like they the Borough did a, a good job of marking all the players today and crowding people out of space and and negating that though the areas that we like to play in um yeah he doesn't play well in that area but if you haven't got a number nine on the pitch he can't play off him no no it's, and quite, it's quite simple <clears throat> and uh, you know son is never going to be a number nine Moore is never going to be a number nine, so he's got to change his game to be able to to work with those. And if it's the simple case that he can't work with those, then he shouldn't play. Mm. I, don't, I think we would have been better off with Lascelles on the pitch for him from the off, or Lamella from the off. If I'm honest. Yeah, I mean Lascelles and and uh, Lamella certainly changed the game when they came on second half. There was a level of urgency, as you said. Um, it's a well well worked goal, and to be honest, we we did have. We had a fair share of chances in that second half, and and late on, Uria um, had a golden opportunity which went somewhere in. It'd be, Rose Ed. Well, I was going to say Rose Ed, but it's probably much, much, much further up. Um, it's probably still rising. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I just, you know, on the positive, if you, if you try to like pull positive, you say, well, we're not beat. We're still in the cup. We're in. The, we're in the draw, um, which I think is tomorrow for the, for the fourth round. Okay, it's one extra fixture in January. It's not as if we're in a League Cup semi-final. You know, we don't we don't have two two League Cup games to, to contend with as well in January. So it's just it's one extra game. We're still in the cup. Home advantage. We should have enough um, to, to to beat them. But it's still overall the the overall picture t- to me is just still very 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 frustrating. Well, you, you say we should have enough to beat them, but that wasn't a weakened side out there today. That was our main. That was our main squad. Mm. So we should have had enough to beat them today because they made a couple of changes and brought in, a, you know, changed their goalkeeper. Made, and so we should have beaten them today. We had, you a... know, if, if you if you look at the past results that we've had, um, going back through Christmas, we lost to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. 
got schooled against Chelsea, if I'm very honest with you. Um, okay, we won Brighton. Uh, Norwich, we drew. A bottom Team bottom of the league, we drew with them. Um, Southampton, we lost. Again, these are teams that are struggling. Uh, and we drew again today. That's not, uh, Traditionally, Christmas is the time that we pick up and we get put points on the board and we start to pull away and, and, and do something. But it's just not happening. I don't know if it's Jose not working his... Um, magic or not but I, I, I think he's got to work with the players we've got and some of them are not up to the, the task at the moment they're really not I don't do we do we employ a sports psychologist at the club I'd like to think so, most clubs do most well, top clubs do ours need sacking because they ain't do or that person isn't doing their job very well because there's a lot of heads gone there mm. a lot but you'd also argue that that's also sports psychology is, is is also the role of a manager in modern football ability to motivate to um, to find out what makes players tick, um, and that it's good it's good man management on on the what you just said earlier about a full strength team. Um, we funny enough just that very moment that you were making that point. We had a question from Richard Healer um, who, who says, "How worrying is it that a full how, how worrying is the fact a full-strength team produced such a lacklustre performance? Um, do you think Sonny is capable of leading the line in the Premier League? And just to follow up with a reference you made to another question um, in the, further in the running order, Ben Estes says, how much involvement do you think Troy Parrott will have with the Premier League while Kane is out? I, I, honestly, I can't see Parrott, Mr, Mr. Troy getting a, a look in, unfortunately. I'd like to think he would give the ladder run out it might do something different look at Liverpool putting out their shadow squad or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it they did well against Everton I think Troy sh- I think Troy should give him, be given a chance but I don't think he will do um, and the other question um, our full strength squad should be beating the likes of Middlesbrough yep um, and you know we've got we've, we've got at one point one of the world's best managers managing our club now um, and he, I don't know, he he's coining it in, so he isn't going to do a bad job, shall we say, or, or dial it in. But he, it, the, the team still looks like it did under Pochettino. Mm. It still does, and that, that I can't fathom. That I can't fathom. Son, Son's never going to um, oh. be a number nine. You've got to adapt your game to, to put him in. So, on on Parrot, Mourinho said, I think on Friday in his press conference, what are we today, Sunday? So, yeah, Friday, he said that he at the moment it, it was too soon for Parrot. Um, it was too much. I think he, 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 he turns 18 next month. There's talk of him signing a new contract, which which is good. And so, obviously, the club have high hopes for him, but he, he just didn't feel that to put that burden upon him, particularly with Kane out injured. Um, it, it would be a bit unfair, and there was even some talk they might loan him out. Um, so that's that's that, that's what I think on 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 Parrot. Um, Sonny, you're absolutely right. Sonny isn't. Um, none of the other players that we've got in the squad at the moment are, you know, whether that's Sonny or Mora or Delhi or Lamella. None of them are um, target men. None, none of them are, are, are number nines. And Mourinho made a point of that today in the post-match press, press conference. He said, you know. Having Kane out is a big blow, and as it would be for any club, and he and he said that none of those players are strikers. Although I would add that we have coped in the past, and to 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 labour that point is to, to me just making excuses on Mourinho's part because we've we've coped in the, in the past. I think that there's a few things that, although we've coped, I think there are a few things that that, that come to mind, um, and and, it, and and it's a failure of the club over the last few years. If you rewind a bit and go back to Beginning of the 2015-16 season, when we the season that we were chasing Leicester, Kane was the only recognised striker that we had at the time. We hadn't signed Janssen. We hadn't. This was, this was before signing Janssen and later, later still Lorente. Um, so Kane was the only striker. That summer, we'd been linked with Berahino again. That fell through. Didn't happen. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. I mean, with hindsight, but we say that. But we didn't get a striker. Kane was the only striker. And I think that see that Leicester season was pre any of his ankle injuries, and he was um, he played. I think pretty much every every league game. So we, we were very lucky then. We only had one striker. 
you look at the next seasons ahead. We signed Janssen, but he was he was pony. We then signed Lorente, loan down Janssen. He was pony, bar you know the odds important goal last season in, in, in the Champions League and, and, contra- and contribution, but generally he wasn't, shall we say, as prolific. Um, so we, for a long time, we've been... Um, it, it's a failure of the club. For, for a long time, we've been reliant on, on, on Harry Kane. And then if you look at the other sort of big failure is the fact that we sold both Janssen, OK, surplus requirements, fine, um, not good enough this summer, and Lorente, without bringing in at least one other striker. Um, that for me is a, is a failure of the club. Um, can we cope without Kane? Yeah, because we have done that previously. We've played it with a Falstein, Sun, and Delhi. Um, prolific, if you remember, 16 17, when Kane had a couple, his first couple of ankle injuries. Both periods he was out, we, we coped. Um, the following season, 17 18. We coped, if you recall, that 3 1 victory at Stamford Bridge. I think Kane was just returning from injury. He was on the bench for that game. Delhi popped up and scored two goals. Sun was prolific then and also last season. Um, as long as nothing happens to those players, we've got enough armour and we've got ability and we've got players who can play a different way. But I just hope two things: one that we don't r- rush Kane back this time when he returns from injury, because that's never been particularly helpful to either the player or to the team. And second, that we do go and find somebody because. Like I said, this has been a long, long-standing issue, and um, that to me is just one of many failures at, at, at the highest level at, at the club. Not, not strengthening the squad. Um, the, the thing uh, you can't lay all, all all the blame here really needs to lie with the chairman and the club. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we built a magnificent stadium. Yes, we built a magnificent training ground, but the failure to invest in the club. Side over those two windows is now really coming home to roost. Really, really is. Um, we we need, I reckon, about five players to be competing at the top again. And if you think that's that isn't coming in in one window, that's got to come in, in over two windows. So that's a lot of money that they got to shell out. Now, traditionally, has Daniel Levy splashed the cash when we've needed it? No, he hasn't. So I don't think this is going to be painful rebuild was the words and painful yeah. rebuild it has it's bloody painful the, the minimum we need this transfer window is a defensive midfielder um the, and i and i would say a center back as well but if if because it looks like voice isn't going to get a look in which is a great pity because i think there's a player there um but yeah uh, and if ericsson goes perhaps that money will get reinvested wanyama is not going to play for us again he's he's got to go mm-hmm. But yeah, we, uh, it, it, it's, it's this is all this is all on Levy and the board. Those two windows where we didn't invest, basically. We're playing catch uh, up for that. Yeah, oh no, totally, totally, totally. Uh, it, yes, we ha- you know it was good when they were building the stadium. And I can remember Daniel Levy saying that yes, none of the players are going to be leaving the club. None of them did leave the club, but uh, we're we're now looking at a situation where we're going to lose Ericsson, Okay. You can say he's looked a bit lacklustre. His head's been turned. He wants to go out into or somebody or whoever's been linked. But he's still one of our best creative players. Mm. Do you know what I'd do? I, I'd, if, if, if an offer came in for Ali, I'd get shot of him. In his current form, he's no use to us. He's clogging up a, a berth in the side. But you say I, that, but his current form, not so long ago, early on in the Mourinho um, uh, reign, um, he was quite prolific. Honestly, Dav, I'm 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 going to I'm going to stick my neck on the line here, and I'll get abuse for this. But I, I I say we cash in on him, we get rid of Ali. Fair enough. I mean, it's about opinions, and and yeah. I, I, can, I can see why you're saying that based on current form. But um... honestly, he looks like his brother's playing again, <laughs> and all of them look like they're playing. They look alike of the players that we bought that are playing. If I'm honest, <clears throat> they really do. They they they're not in any semblance the 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 team that or the players that we had. And I know they're all a, a couple of years older now, but man alive, they can't drop off anything like that that quickly, surely. And the, the thing is, is how how much do you think the players respect what um, Maureen is trying to do with them? A lot of them will be friends with players at clubs that he's come from 
that he's alienated or 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 not got the best out of mm. you know are they, are they gonna see him and think oh yeah i'm gonna want to play for this guy but also he's just slagged off my mate and and said he's crap and not play and you know there's this i don't know if Mourinho's the man for the job and unfortunately we're stuck with him for a, for a, uh, the rest of the season if not next at least I think there'll be a big overhaul in the summer. That that's for certain, and and, and and there'll probably be a few players that will go out this window. Again, I go back to my previous point. We need a minimum five players. That isn't going to happen in one window. Mm. That isn't going to happen in the summer. Yeah, I can't. That, that five the five players that we need is going to cost us minimum three hundred million quid. That isn't going to happen in one window. That that's going to happen in two three windows, and it's got to start this window. Mm. They have to spend the money on the players that we need now, because otherwise we are we're just going to drift along. We're not going to have any European football next season. Maybe that would be a good thing. No distractions. Yeah, I don't know, but I'd I like playing, watching us play in Europe. I quite like it. I, it's good for the club, and you know we've got a magnificent stadium, and it should be being used at the very top. Brilliant, we're having Guns N' Roses in the summer. Bollocks, get Champions League football in there regularly. Come on, spend the money. Well, that uh, regular Champions League football might not be something that's, that's well, going to happen. But we've, we've had it for four four seasons. It's you know, and we've we've become accustomed to it, and we like it. Tab, I li- I like it. Oh, of course we all do. But realistically, um, I've had I a mean... little taste, and I like it. <laughs> we we <laughs> sounds like a drug addict. I like it. Give okay. It if we're gonna, I mean, look, today was today was certainly better than a few days ago against Southampton, and and if we can, we're in the we're in the we're in the um, draw for the next round of the cup, and if we can, is it go, is the draw Monday evening? It's tomorrow evening, I believe. And and if we go all the way in the cup, great, we win this tro- trophy that fans keep talking about, but that doesn't give us a, a pass into the Champions Champions League into the top table that you've talked about. What does is either winning the trophy dare I say it, or our league performance. So let, let, let's go back a few days to New Year's Day, Southampton. Now, I had a shitty sore throat. I drove down, drove back up, and I really wish I had an um, awful, awful performance. I'm struggling to think any any positive from the game. The only yeah, thing the only thing that was, was enjoyable, actually, um, if I'm allowed to say it, was Danny Ings' goal. It was reminiscent of Paul Gascoigne's goal, and I was right behind behind the goal, and it was yeah, I, it was it was one of those rare moments for me in football where an opposition opposition player does something, and I think, wow, that that was pretty good. The thing is, they knew exactly what they needed to do against us, and the it, the, the goal today, you could almost look at the what happened and the way it was scored, and it's almost a carbon copy. Mm. You know, uh, un- unfortunately, teams, you know, they will let us press. Oh, the space will be in behind, ball over the top, they're in. Um, and it, 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 it's so sad to see them, but it, I, I, it's going to be hard to see us not conceding against Liverpool next weekend. Um, I, the, the, look, the Southampton game um, was another, I, I think I've, I've said this a couple of times, you know, how many halves of bad football can we take? In that first half, okay, we had a lot of possession, but we didn't exactly do anything with it. You know, we're not we're not playing anything like we should be. Um and it it's it's disappointing that it, that vein just continued against Southampton. You can you can see it within the first 5 minutes of a game unfortunately that uh there's the, the teams have sussed out what to do against us to get the result and to make us sweat. Unfortunately, there, there's nothing in that middle of the park to shore it up or to break that press. I think that um, we, yeah, again, now the, now the first half, like you say, we were very disappointed. Second half, it was slightly better. Um, Lacelso, I thought, I thought did, did okay. Dombele, I'm not sure what's happening there. Um, well, he he got lumps kicked out of him in that first half. He 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 looked like again. He looked like he was actually trying to do something. But the the Southampton players were kicking lumps out of him. And I'm not to be honest with you. I think he came off um, because he was getting no protection from the ref. They really did boot the crap out of him. Um, and you know, he, I don't think he's um, quite got glass and chocolate ankles or anything like that. 
but um, he needs more protection. He can't do it all on it. There is a, there is an excellent player in there, and you can see it. His his speed of thought is two, three moves in front of everybody else, and it's just because the the lack of movement that we had at Southampton that we didn't get some goals. Um, but I like Ndombele, and I don't think he's as injury prone as people make out. I think he was just booted around the park. Mm, he looked. I, I mean. I'm just going by by what I saw. I didn't have the best view necessarily of all all of the incidents surrounding him from where I was. But when he came off, he looked to be puffing. He looked he looked a bit out of breath. Um, know, I, I don't think he, I, I don't think he looked out of breath to me. It just looked like he'd been he was pissed off because he'd been booted and he'd taken a go, couple of good wraps on the ankle. Hmm. Well, we see it's certainly clear that we need him playing regularly because it's that bit of creativity that they were lacking in the, in, the, in the middle of the park that bit of something different bit of guile somebody who can you mentioned Moussa Dembele at the start of the pod somebody like him who can turn and who can beat a player and pull opposition players out of position and at the moment we don't have anybody like that it's all very much sideways backwards slow builds up it's too predictable and it allows teams to, to set up and organise at some points when they play, it looks like they're unwilling to take the risk of that, that pass out wide or that pass quick pass forward because they know it might if it, if it doesn't come off, it costs us. But the, then the fact that we're playing back or sideways or not playing that, that through ball costs us the momentum. The players at the opposition are back in formation and we're back to square one and we're just passing it around and trying to break them down. And we, we mm-hmm. then stand the risk of being hit on the break. Okay, um, I've got a raft of questions I want to get through in the second half of the pod, but briefly, just before we turn to Bex and Spurs ladies update, um, just on Liverpool, um, you mentioned that you think that we're likely to concede a goal. I think it's very difficult to argue against that. I think, never mind that it's Liverpool, I think anybody, I think whoever we play, I always just thought, well, we're going to concede one. That, that's that's my mindset at the moment. Um, Having watched a bit of the 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 the, the, the youth that um, Liverpool put on there, I want us to play them at the moment. I, yeah. I I'm I'm going to watch like I remember watching Doctor Who and the and the Daleks from behind a cushion <laughs> in fear next weekend. I really am. I I I want to say that I you know it's the hope that kills you, but there I don't I'm not starting out with any next week. If if we're not four 0 down at half time, then Liverpool are doing something wrong. They should be pulling us apart. And I hate this. This really hurts to have saying this shit. It really does because this isn't our side. The last four years, four seasons, this is not our side. And we've be, and we we are bec- we've become something that we've become the Tottenham of old. Mm. But we've become something that's probably even worse than that well it's, well it's worse in so far as the Tottenham of old you looked at the players that we had and we didn't have good players if you consider them you know some some points in the 90s early 2000s you know we had the likes of I don't know no Paramount or um, <laughs> oh, Michael Brown or you know industrious players at best um, Timothy Atubu etc um, I must really stop saying etc. I was listening to about the last pod, and I keep saying etc., which is really, really annoying. For if I find it annoying, I dread what listeners think. Um, we've got a group of really good players that are playing not to the capability that we know they can, and that makes it worse, I think. So it's it's not just re- regressing into what we were before; it's regressing into what we were before but with a with a group of really good players that's the thing that sort of baffles you and, and saddens you when you consider some of these players you know the likes of Jan Toby Ericsson um, and, 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 and others who have done so well for us in, in the past um, honestly against okay, Liverpool um, if we get a point at home <laughs> I'd be very happy I'd be very happy I yeah. don't I don't you know, this is Liverpool haven't have what, dropped one, dropped two points all season in the league. Yeah, I think that was to United a draw. Um, they've won every other match, so realistically, a draw is the best that we can hope for. Um, if if we, if we come away with points next weekend, then 
do, do you know what? we could be doing the old uh, roper dope just sitting on the on the on the uh, on the ringside just taking the punches taking the punches and then just we'll, we'll come out and smash someone and it'll be liverpool next weekend well, stranger things have happened in football. Sometimes you you get a win where you where you least least expect it. Um, it might not even be a spash. We might even win, but it might be a gutsy one nil, backs to the wall, Mourinho park the bus type game. I, uh, I don't think we've got a bus to park, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's a mini metro, and it's struggling. Shithousery. Could that a, save the day? A battle of the bridge. Let's go for a battle of the bridge style affair where we just kick fucking lumps out of them. Yeah, Five I don't like. Of just I don't shit out of them. That sounds good to me. I don't like their players. I don't like their flat fans. Champions League final will will live. Well, it doesn't really matter what happens now. Ever in in with regards to Spurs, we can go on and win stuff. That that the the pain of that day will yeah. live with me forever. So yeah, fuck them. Like, shit house three. Right. Um, the Spurs ladies have been in action after um, after their winter break. Um, uh, they played Manchester City women today at the Hive. Um, here is Bex with this week's Tottenham women's update. Hey people, it's Bex. So Spurs women played today, which is um, Sunday, 5th Jam. A game that was originally scheduled to be played at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And I don't understand why it was moved, but it was moved back to the Hive for our match against Man City women, which we um, lost quite resoundingly. Not just a little bit, if you're going to get beat, get beat properly. Um, And we lost 4-1. Great penalty, though, for Spurs women taken by Rihanna Dean. Really, really worth a second look. Maybe she's been taking lessons from Kane. Anyway, that result leaves the women seventh in the league table, which is respectable. And we'll definitely take that. Their next match is next Sunday, the 12th of January. That again is at the Hive, and that's against West Ham women. And that, again, is a WSL game. If anybody's planning on going, it's a two o'clock kickoff. There's been a couple of changes within the squad. As in the men's game, the women's game has um, transfer windows. Um, Emma Mitchell has joined on loan from Arsenal for the rest of the season. She has been enthusiastic in training from the videos that have been posted. Um, and it's good to see that we're getting players in from other clubs. I think that's a really important thing to see. On the outgoing front, Rachel Furness has been recalled by, because she was on loan as well from Reading, she's been recalled to Reading. So ins and outs, nice balance. I haven't got anything else to say, which is quite rare, so I will shut up. If anybody wants to ask me any questions, um, I am on Twitter at BunchySpecs, or failing that, go and have a look at either the Barclays WSL Twitter page or the Tottenham women's page it's definitely worth a look they post all the goals and quite a lot of the training information as well go have a look cheers thanks bye bye welcome back to the second half of the Tottenham family podcast thank you Bex right where's the hive Jack? where is the hive for the hive I believe is where Barnet play their football okay. um of course, the Bar- uh, no, it's Brentford Bees, isn't it? So that Brentford would make bees. more sense. Yeah, Barnet, Barnet, I think are also called the Bees, are they not? Barnet, Bar- I think I've been to the Barnet Grand. I think um, uh, uh, eighteen eighty two, they did a, an away game against. That's Arsenal. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A few years ago. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Um, I might pick these questions not necessarily in the order that you're looking at them in your, in your rank order, John. So bear with me. Um, uh, question from Nate underscore H A uh, that's his Twitter handle always learning um, how long until we are good again repeatedly how likely do you think a top sorry uh, relatedly how likely do you think a top six finish is top six might be possible but it will be six at a push um, I don't I, I think I think top four's gone I think the other teams are far too strong if we'd have done something against Chelsea I think we could have got gone on pushed on um, but I think the, the 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 frailties of what we've got are, are laid bare for everyone to see. I think six possibly. Well, we're um, six we're six points behind Chelsea, and if hypothetically they win whoever they're playing um, against on the weekend, and we lose to Liverpool, that's nine points. So yeah, you know, yeah. and, and throwing what you said about our, our frailties and and with the fact we've had chances to capitalise and we haven't taken them, then it's a bloody big ordeal. Qu- question I've got is: Would I mean? Europa League football. I know we've played that. I know we 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 did that in the past at, at the old White Hart Lane. But that 
new stadium, that big new stadium, I can't see, I can't see it filling out on a Thursday night. I can't People see watching it over. for the replay against um, Middlesbrough, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, and I can see if it continues like this, the crowds will dwindle towards the end of the season, longest bar in Europe or not. Um, I don't want European football. It, 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 uh, Europa League football, rather. I, it's it's like having having sex with the most amazing woman in the world, and then the next thing you know, you're getting a hand job off a tramp behind Aldi's. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's no comparison. It, it, honestly, the amount of grief that I give to West Ham fans for going out against Carrier Bag and all these, you know, um, Dynamo Cheeky Girl. And all these, no, no, fuck it, I don't want Europa League football. I'd rather not be in it. I mean, if you consider, I think it was it Leicester, possibly, and Chelsea, the seasons they won the league, they weren't in, in European competition. So, yeah. perversely, if we're not, if we finish that low this season, that could help us, perhaps, next season. We wouldn't have any midweek games to contend with, you know, with players who'd be rested, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and as to his question, as to Nate's question about how long until we are good again, will it won't be this season? <laughs> that, that's for sure. Uh, uh, um, if I knew that, I'd be a betting man and I'd probably be making money. But uh, I, I, <laughs> I won't be drawn into. When we when we fix the 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 cock up of not buying anybody for two windows is when we'll be good again, and that's going to because all the other teams have have maintained or got stronger and we've just dropped off. So we're playing catch up when and they're and they're just going to keep going and going and going. So who knows? Who knows? It could it could it could take two seasons, Jav. It it could take longer. It's bloody depressing to think how fucked up that has made us. Poch- it really is. Pochettino talked about a painful rebuild towards the end of last season. He said it again in the summer. Um, and maybe his words. The, the, the more I think about his words, is a, a painful real build. The more I think he knew the writing was on the wall for him, and I think that's more what he was alluding to—that it was going to be painful and him and him leaving. Perhaps, uh, perhaps, and perhaps he he knew that he wouldn't be given the funds and the backing to to perform that rebuild. But I think I think he was also hinting at what what. The tasks that, that lie ahead. If you go back a few years, I think it was after the uh, 2018 after the semi-final defeat against Man United in the FA Cup. He said something something along the lines of, "You know, I've I've done what I can with this team, and in order to take it to the next level, we need we need to do a little bit more. If not by me, by another." So he was already back, as far back as then, hinting that his time his days might be numbered, but also realised that we needed. Something else to push to that next, you know, push us onto the next level to go over, cross that line, and and win that elusive trophy or league title, or whatever, whatever it might be. Um, we changed the manager, fine, um, because that was the cheapest option. You can change one person, but you can't change eleven at, at that, fifteen million a year or whatever yeah, is getting paid. And that's and that's possibly part of the issue because we're spending a fucking massive chunk of whatever transfer funds we had on Mourinho now. And that's going to only damage us when we're looking for players. So, uh, honestly, this all comes back to the chairman and the board and um, Daniel Levy. Uh, uh, thank you for the stadium and the massive long bar, Daniel, and Guns N' Roses. But uh, it's, it's coming back to that. The more, the, the more you look at it, the more it comes back to that. I think everything that Enoch have done off off the pitch in terms of the training ground and the st- and the stadium have been fantastic and I think that we will hopefully reap the rewards of that in the future particularly with extra revenue um, with the new stadium and all that brings not just match day revenue but you know whatever it might be NFL Guns and Roses but there is a there is there's a there's a there's a, there's a playing side there's a football on, on the pitch and um that side of it, we've not really. We need to start addressing um, two windows, as you say previously. We didn't. We didn't buy any players. Um, and uh, yeah, that's we're, we're paying the price of that now. And um, it's 
a rebuild will be required and, it, and it's going to take time. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to we're going to get any better. Any, we're going to get better anytime this season. No, um, but we're really not. We might start sowing the seeds in terms of January and in terms of uh, next summer, but it'll be it'll be I think the earliest we'll start to reap the rewards or see the rewards will be over the course of next season, hopefully. And if we don't, then the manager. Are we, are we writing this season off? Um, if you're going to ask, okay, if you're going to ask me in terms of league, where uh, I don't, I can't see us qualifying for, for for the Champions League. So I think we'll either we'll probably qualify for the Europa. Um, whether that's a good or a bad thing, I don't know. Um, whether we win a trophy or not, I don't know. We might, we we might, we might not. But we, but 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 um, the football that we're playing, the way that we're playing, I. I can't even see us winning a trophy. No, I, I, I and this is it. Um, the, 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 I've thought about this over Christmas, and the purpose of for a football club is to win things. And isn't this the first decade since the war that we've not won anything? Mm-hmm. Um, and you no, know, again, just comes down to the underinvestment in the club. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Mm. It, it, uh, club side rather because obviously there's money being spent on the club because look at the lovely shiny new stadium yep god oh, again jab depressing <laughs> get me on and it's bloody depressing I'm, just talk I'm... about sunny beaches and nice foreign holidays and happy things and adding adding ice cream onto Yorkshire pudding ice uh, cream on Yorkshire puddings yes it's a winner believe it's, me it's a winner. it really is Okay, Mark Stoll. Um, what's happened to Session? I thought he was uh, he was okay today, um, but he needs to be running the players more. That's what, that's what I was going to say. I, I, okay, so you you said he was okay, but then you said he needs to be running at players, and that, yeah. to me that it, it's that that part of it. I feel he's playing within himself almost, like he's got another gear. Again, is this players not wanting to make the mistake that leads to a goal? Is this uh, that kind of thing? I'm talking about, you oh. know, the forward passes not being made, um, not wanting to take that risk. Is there an element of, of that in this? Or in a player, or perhaps a player that's been injured for a while and you know doesn't want to commit himself too much. Possibly. I mean, you know, he was he was an exciting prospect at Fulham, and he's still an exciting prospect with us. It's um, also a young player that's come into a shit team. True. I, the the. <laughs> It wasn't a shit team when he signed, or was it? Or was it shit when he signed? No, no, I Has mean... Has it been that long? Well, he signed in the summer. We were ch- we, we we got to the final of the Champions League. Um, and, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, look, there's, a, there's a player there. He's a quality no, player. No, there is a player there. Um, there is a player there. And, uh, would he be playing if Ben Davies wasn't injured? Probably not, no. No. Um, and... Whatever his form is at the moment, I think he's still a better option than Danny Rose. Hmm. So let's keep playing him because he can only improve as his confidence grows and he comes back from his injury. Question from Zoe Pearson, um, Twitter analyst at Zen underscore Pearson. Um, does a player like Drore at Wolves walk into this team at the moment? Um, and she says, We're missing that player that can actually take their man on. Why would he sign for us at the moment? He's playing in a really good wall side that are quite exciting, like we were. Mm. They're basically like we were. And why would he come to us? Wages. Are our wages that much better than Wolves? Who knows? Potential of the club? I don't know. I mean, I would, I'd argue... Why would we go in for him? I don't think he's no, that good, by no, the way. No, I, I think a, um, a couple of good performances does not make a player. And unfortunately, um, I don't think he, he long-term, he'll be born out to being world-class or any better than the level he's at at the moment. Okay. Um, two more questions. Um, Liam, uh, his Twitter handle is at 
FPL beer lover, um, something has to give in this transfer window. Will Levy produce the funds for some new players? And will he let go of some players that should have gone months, years ago? Yeah, he has to. He ha- we have to start shifting some of that deadwood. And I think Mourinho may see to that. And Mourinho, I've worked in organisations before where they've brought managers in. And basically, they've just done the hatchet job. They've got rid of people to make cuts and turn, try and turn the business around. And maybe that's part of Jose's remit. Perhaps that's part of what he's, he's been brought in to do. Clear the deadwood out and and uh, and move things on. This is the first window that we've that Mourinho's had the ability to buy and sell. So let's see what he sells. Let's, let's see what happens. Um, but I think there is a lot of deadwood. I think Rose, Wanyama... Um, I think Ericsson will go to Inter Milan. Um, a bit of a come down from wanting to go to Real Madrid, but hey ho, Christian, play a bit better, and you may have got somewhere better. Um, mm. You know, I, yeah. And like I say, if we got an, if we got an offer for Delhi, I'd, I'd, I'd seriously consider it. Okay, um, and that's fine. That's your opinion. Realistically, you know as well as I do, that's not likely to happen in terms of the club aren't going to move him on. Don't know. Fifty million quid, Jav. Yeah, but I can't see Mourinho selling him. Not not in January, certainly, and I can't really see it in the summer. But there, there's I'm, never I'm, there's never any big, really big moves in in January. So yeah. if we're looking to 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 buy players, it's going to be players that are, are going to have potential. Um, the young lad at Norwich, mm. um, you know, the other, and this is the danger. As soon as we make our interest known, or teams make interest known, everybody else is going to be sniffing about. Matic, Fellaini, those sort of players? Oh, fuck no. Please, no. (laughs) Fellaini, good God, no. What was the two I saw this week? Willian? Yeah. No. Uh, And um, Yedlin? Yeah. Oh God, no. No. I I, I think Yedlin was a wind-up from somebody, but I read it and I thought... No, No, I'm sure. But Willian... I'd, what I would do with him, I'd have him come along, yep, do your medical, brilliant, and just as he's taking the pen to the paper, slap it out of his hand and tell him to fuck off yeah, for the no. way he treated us. No, no, no. It is silly season. It is silly season. There will, there's going to be some bargains to be had and some, some players to come in, and I'm pretty sure we'll ship some people out. Well, I think Eric, so if Ericsson goes this window to winter and Wanyama goes as well, um, Danny Rose has said he he's going to see his contract out, so we might have trouble trying to sh- trying to get rid of him and also trying Fine. to find somebody. Let him sit on the beach at South End for the rest of his contract. Then I can't see Yan. I can't see Yan staying any longer than this summer at the club. To be honest, and I think more more and more I think about it, Pochettino dropping him at the start of the this season now that makes that, sense. Make, well it i said it at the time I, I i said i don't think he's quick enough and i still don't i think he's he's lost a yard or two I, yeah I and i think if you play with a high line yeah then i don't think he's even if you don't play with a high he just looks on the turn um i'm not talking about because i've had this discussion both on the pod and off the pod with with with, with david with david fornell and david's opinion is that he never had yeah never had that pace anyway which is fair enough but i'm talking more about on the half turn just just his mobility his ability to do things quickly as opposed to slowly i think players can pick his pocket quite easily now yeah i think he, he's lost that uh, that you're right he's, he's lost that explosive element of get that gets him out of trouble when he's turned with the ball um i think yeah uh, aldevero needs uh, um a new partner I think Toby's still got it, but he can't mm. do it all on his own. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, we're never, we're never going to buy a hundred million quid player this window. Never going to no, happen. No. We've, we've got to get a couple in. We've got to start that process of rebuilding now. Well, I'd, I'd like to see a right back in. Um, I don't trust Serge. And I'd like to see a defensive midfield player as well. Um, whether we can get those two players in this window, whether they're available... The criteria that want what we want is another matter. I think a striker. I think we can just about as we have in the past, you know, sort of cobble on until 
um, the rest of the season. But I do think we need to get a bloody good. Oh, we need to get another striker in the summer. And forget all this nonsense about well, Harry Kane's our main striker. Look at City. They've got Aguero. They've got Jesus. Yep. You know, they both get game time. They both get goals. Yep. Yep. They do. Um, but part of that question is: is how how are that team being coached as compared to how are our team being coached? You know, and I think a lot of other teams get a lot more coaching and working on the pitch. Again, it it, it comes back to the Harry Redknapp thing: go out and run about a bit, and that's what it looks like they're doing at the moment. The, the, the game against Southampton, there was no fight, there was no belief in what they were doing. Um, every second ball, um, every tackle, every header was won by a Southampton player, while our, our while the Spurs players just stood and watched. There, there was uh, today. You could see there was a um, Mora and a couple of the other people were fighting for the football and were going up for headers and stuff. Southampton, it was embarrassing. There was nothing there. It really South- was. Southampton. I first one of the other frustrating elements of that was it was just a whole load of long ball stuff. It was Jan hoofing it, hoofing it yeah. forward, and nobody was jumping up to win the ball. No. Um, uh, it was just embarrassing. If you employ um, that tactic, it's got to stick at the other end, and if it doesn't, it, it you know, it, it, it just causes us more and more problems because it just comes straight back at us. I think I think one of the things that we're suffering that the overall picture, the players were, were poor beforehand before Jose came in, and they're still poor now, and that that's that that's a constant that that's been there and that needs to be addressed but i think there's a now there's an added issue which is and i talked about it last week on the pod which is you've got a new manager and he's got his new ideas and now he's trying to get those across to the players and they've been accustomed to playing a certain way and you, there was a point today when um we had a goal kick and Toby and Yan dropped back on the six-yard box, ready to pick it up from Gazaniga. And I think Winks dropped, this was in the first half, and Winks dropped off with his back to goal to pick it up. And I thought, oh, hello, we're going to play out of the back. We're going to do you know, what we did under Poch. And Gazaniga starts shouting and pushing them. And you can see, all he, all he wants to do is hoof it up. Um... And they're still there. They're still waiting for the short pass, and he's urging them to get up. So they get up at the field. By the way, a lot of times elapsed, and if I was an opposition fan, behaving like our fans do, I'd be whinging about um, Gazaniga taking too long over over the goal goal kick, and then eventually he hoofs it up. So we've gone from playing a particular way to now playing a different way, um, and that's going to take some time, some some adapting. Well, I, I'm I'm glad we're trying to. You know, not just employ playing out from the back and getting caught and, and uh, um, you know, because we need to have plan B and it's nice that there is a plan B. You also... Well, is it a plan B though? Well, or is it, it, or is it, it, is it just, it's, from what I can see, it's just an alternate, we're just playing, this is our plan A now. It's, it's just a different, it's, it's, diff- it's a different out ball, isn't it, rather than playing through the back. And the second thing is, he was try- were, were we 1-0 down? Or was it one all? It was. Was it? it was uh, still nil. It was first half. It was nil nil. Oh, is it nil nil? Okay. Yep. Um, it's yeah. I I just. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into the merits of playing like that. Um, and whether it's right or wrong, but it's just like you. You players have been accustomed to playing a certain way, and if you're asking them to play another way, it's going to take time for them yeah. to adapt. And, and and sometimes their their heads will be in the mindset as it was there with Toby and and, and Jan, who dropped back to pick it up short, and he's just saying, "No, no, I want to hoof it." And actually, we hoofed it, and we lost the ball um, from from that um, goal kick. We didn't win, didn't win the header, and, it, and uh, that wasn't great. I agree with you, though. We did have a tendency on the poch to sometimes be too stubborn when it came to playing out of the back and and often it was like well you know mix mix it up a bit um final question um it's from the cockerel his twitter handle is at felix tando too um he says in my opinion Mourinho is reverting to types even sooner than i hoped and i'm not talking about his antics at saint mary's he doesn't trust creative players in general and young players in particular and it looks like he's going to pick his usual fight at a new club with dombele discuss i could do. But Mourinho has always relied on, and I think the commentary said this today, um, a big uh, defensive midfielder that, that that will screen the back four and weigh in and and shift that ball forward quickly. It isn't Dyer. 
um, for 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 all the good that Dyer's done, that isn't the player that that Mourinho wants. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see somebody like that come in um, sooner rather than later. It might even, could be it, you know one of his um, first signings. But I I think that Mourinho does trust creative players, and but. He, I always thought Mourinho would set his players out to to get the draw, and anything else on top of that is a bonus. Um, they, but we're not even doing that though now. I, I know, I which know, is shipping. Is problem. I, I, I think I said the last time I was on it, it's like, well, he's looked at what we've got. We've got a, an array of attacking players, so we'll go out and beat, score four goals and hope the other side don't only score three. But at the moment, we're not even getting one, and that's the that's the problem that he's now encountering. That that, that for whatever reason the front players aren't clicking and working anymore or have stopped clicking and working. So he needs to, he needs to address that. So he, I think he needs to go back to the drawing board and get the defence functioning first before he goes for the attack. Mm. I I think that, that, that he, when he took over, there was this big charm offensive and um, there was this view that Jose had changed. Uh, and I think, I think generally, I think his time out in football probably helped. I think that it helps. It helps you know, from a human perspective. You take away, take a step back from something. Sometimes that can help. You can you can reflect on stuff. Whether we are starting to see the signs of the old Jose, um, time will tell. Time time will tell. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I just hope that one thing one thing you would say about the old Jose for all his shithousery and. His, if you want to call it poor man management, sometimes falling out with certain players. Um, one thing he did do, as you said, he did know how to set teams up and teams were able to defend and able to grind out results. You know, we're still into cup competitions. Champions League is, is at this stage now a cup competition. Um, he 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 has won cup competitions. He knows how to win set peeps, you know, one off matches. Um, if we start seeing the Jose fold, then hopefully that will see us through in those two competitions, however badly we're playing. Um, and as for the league, well, that's really to do well in the league, you need to be consistent. It's not about one-off games. Um, no, we—that's a longer-term thing. And, and in order to do that, he needs to improve the the, the defence, the foundation, and then we've got something to to build from there. And that, as we said, I think will take a couple of transfer windows. Um, and a couple of which that we, we we're, we're playing catch up with, really, yeah. because of our, our failures in the past. Not to not to buy anyone. I mean, we, the, we can't... the rebuild needs to start now, and you need, it yeah. needs to it need they need to bring two players, minimum two players in. Whether one of those is, a, and I would say that we go for a centre back and a defensive midfielder, if we have to. I mean, uh, people are saying we're screaming out for a striker, but we've got an array of forwards. If you look at Lamella, um, if you look at Son Mora. We've got people that and Dele. We've got we've got attacking players. We have the the attack is, and Kane when he's fit. We've got we've got the attack is not the problem. It's the back yeah. that's the problem, and that's what needs to be addressed for me. I wouldn't go out if I if we're going to buy a striker. I would rather play Parrot and give him a go. Okay, so Smalling and Fellaini then? No, fuck <laughs> no. God Almighty, no. Please. <laughs> Oh, a, a little bit of me will die. Well, what are we now? It's the fifth of January, so we've got one, two, three, three, three to four weeks. It'll be an interesting three to four weeks of, of January left before uh, um, a little bit the transfer window comes to an end. Definitely die if Fellaini pulls on a spur shirt. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I jest. I can't see that happening. Um, but we shall, we shall see over, over the next few, few weeks. Hopefully, we can get the um, the reinforcements that we need, and and who knows? This time next week, um, we might have got a result against Liverpool, and it might be a little bit more of a cheerful pod. Um, until then, I, I tell um, you what: if if we beat Liverpool, Jav, I will come on naked. <laughs> Thank God it's a fucking podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And on that note, um, <laughs> until next time. Thank you, John. No worries. And until next Sunday, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the base are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. 
White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We've fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen. Pull on that lily white and run on to that green. Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt. Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out all the hurt.